hey, 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 what's up, world? It's your boy T. Trump, everybody's favorite baby dad, the voice of the street. And today, we in New York with it. Now, I got three stories to tell y'all today. <clears throat> you have to excuse me, I'm a little hoarse, y'all. I got three stories to tell y'all today. I'm going to tell y'all the story of Alpo. I'm going to tell y'all the story of Blueface. And I'm going to tell y'all the story of Young Boy. Now, let's start with Alpo. We're going to New York with it, y'all. Now, Alpo, he is the Harlem Kingpin. His real name is Alpo Martinez. He's the real-life guy that Cameron played in that movie, Paid in Full, y'all. That movie came out, like, in 2002, so... He was a real drug dealer and a real killer. And this is the same guy, like I said, Cameron played in the movie. He was loved for being a dealer. Hated for killing his best friend, Rich Porter, y'all. And if that wasn't enough, when the police caught up with him, he snitched and became an FBI informant, y'all. A lot of people don't know this. And then when he became an FBI informant, they put him in the witness protection program. Can you believe that? The witness protection program. Now, FBI informant, a killer with at least five deaths linked to his name. They put him in the witness protection program. But he just could not stay away from New York. So after a little while, I guess he decided to come back. And he wasn't trying to be low-key, y'all. He was doing documentaries, man. He was doing uh, talk shows. He was doing YouTubes and everything. He just talking about it. I watched one YouTube segment, y'all, where he walked through and showed somebody where he had killed one guy, where he had dumped the body at and drug the man through the woods. And I'm like, wow. And he actually relived that and walked through that step by step. You know, and uh, eventually, you know, a lot of people when he first came home, they didn't want to bother him. They stayed away from him. They just left him alone. Not only is he a snitch, he a killer. So he had double reasons. People didn't want to touch him. They didn't want to be no part of him. You know, they just wanted to leave him alone. But eventually, his time ran out, you know. His time ran out. I'm going to get back to that. Let me see. They put him in the witness protection program. Like I said, he couldn't leave Chicago. He couldn't stay away from New York. So he was in Harlem the other night, y'all. Saturday night, he was sitting in his truck, and a car drove up and opened fire on Alpo. He was pronounced dead on the way to the hospital, y'all. He did not make it. He was pronounced dead. And I'm going to say this. Some people say he had it coming. Some people say you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Yeah, that's true. Just remember this, YouTubers, and all you guys that's reporting on this outpost story and all that. Just remember this. He had a lot of haters out here in the world, y'all. 
but he had a lot of people that loved him out of the world too. So just watch what you say, YouTubers, so you don't get caught up in uh, his shit. Because a lot of people, when somebody get killed, somebody they love and everything, they want to blame somebody. They always want to find somebody to blame, especially if they can't find who did it. They'll take it out on you and be mad because you're a YouTuber and covering the story. And they don't like how you telling the truth about him, saying he was a killer, he was a snitch, he was all that. But he also was somebody's daddy, somebody's brother, somebody's husband, you know, he was all that. So we just going to leave that where it is, you know. Next story, man. Blueface. Blueface got a mansion out here in Hollywood, right out there where he's staying. Now, uh, I don't think it was his house. It's a house he bought for his parents, y'all. But it's still a mansion, right? So, a lot of these people, they're targeting these mansions and these stars because they see them with so much money and they be just wearing million dollars worth of jewelry every time you see them. They got four, five hundred thousand in, in their hand and they just flexing. So people be thinking, if I can get in this house, I'm going to get this money. So this is how they played the house, y'all. They came by the house, threw a brick through the window. His stepdad gets up and mother and they search the house, look around. They don't see nobody. But the window is broken. So they called the police, y'all. The police come through, check the perimeter, see the window is broke, but ain't nobody here. I guess they see the brick, and they assume maybe somebody just jealous of y'all. Somebody threw a brick at your house and broke your window. Okay, we go get that fixed in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They let that slide. Would you believe that the police left? These people went back to sleep. About one hour, two hours, maybe three hours go by, the intruders come back. You hear me, y'all? The robbers come back and climb through the window that they broke and start ramsacking the house. Now, Blueface stepdaddy gets up and he go down there to see what the fuck is the noise or what's going on. He walking through the hallway, boom, he bumps into one of them. He get to fighting the cat, you know. From what I hear, he started doing pretty good, y'all. He end up fucking the intruder up. The intruder has the nerve. Well, I won't say the nerve. He has the sense to call out for his guy. Hey, man, help. Help me, man. Man, they come in there and they beat the shit out of Blueface Daddy. Damn, they killed him, y'all. Put him in the hospital. His head fucked up. And, man, he just fucked up. They beat him up real good. So he goes to the hospital. And I guess they probably decide we need to stay in a hotel for the night. I know the police feel like some damn fools. Y'all left the house and uh, y'all ain't trying to secure the house or tell him, hey, he not, he don't need to stay here tonight. Nobody thought that was a good idea, hmm. but I guess they didn't, y'all. 
feel me? So y'all just pray for Blueface uh, Step Daddy, man. Hopefully uh, he gets better. He'll be all right. Now, moving on to Utah. And we're talking about NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy was just released from jail, y'all. <clears throat> the judge made him put up $500,000 in cash. They told him $500,000 in cash or they was go, oh, he could have put some property up. I guess he figured, fuck, I ain't getting no property. I'll take the money. I'd rather take a loss on the cash than the house because he can get into any type of trouble. He don't want his mama house or his house or nothing be in jeopardy because he did the goofy. So he put the money up. Fuck it. Okay, so one of the stipulations, he put $500,000 up and uh, he go be on house arrest. You know what another stipulation was, y'all? That he had to hire full-time security to watch his house and to kind of try to watch him and keep him out of trouble. He got to pay them $21,000 a week. And I'm like, damn, man. They finna just drain his bank account. $21,000 a week. Okay, now you see why uh, I guess these guys won grind with security in the first place. Legal security costs that damn much. Uh, yeah, I guess to a certain extent, but you only need the legal security when you're going on the road, doing concerts, and you're going here and there. You don't even need them for the whole week where you do, I guess. But you need them for when you going to the venue and coming back. When you get to the hotel, you can handle your own. You just need them when you're moving around in the street to keep you safe. When you get back home, you can handle your own business. When you get to the hotel, you can handle your own business. So the security is really needed. The judge is trying to figure out how can I keep this young boy from needing guns like he needed and people trying to kill him. The same stuff, y'all, that they use against young boy to try to hurt him. It's the same stuff that got him set free and got the judge thinking, damn, he do need security because they tried to kill him down there rolling loud. You know, they got them up, they missed him and hit his, uh, his girlfriend. Shot her in the arm. His guys jumped out, y'all, and returned fire. And guess what? They hit an innocent bystander. Some guy working at Hearst Rental Place, he just driving the car from the parking lot up to the customer, and he catch one in the damn head. They didn't even charge nobody with the murder because they, like, they were shooting in self-defense. But, man, y'all don't have to pay for the collateral damage. Damn, I know y'all didn't mean to do it, but man, we got somebody over here dead. For real, for real. I guess they go handle that in a civil suit. You know, I'm not sure, but that's crazy. So, you know, all that case there is connected to Lit Yoshi and uh, Fredo Bang, y'all. Because allegedly, Lit Yoshi is the one who tried to move on young boy in Miami. He the one tried to slide on and he missed. 
This boy, he a gunslinger, but he a young gunslinger. The boy got seven attempt murders. Let Yoshi do, y'all. Seven attempt murders. Now, this Fredo Bang right-hand man and Fredo Bang shooter. Damn, boy, you ain't scored yet. But you trying. It ain't from a lack of trying, now. He sure popping that pistol, but he ain't, uh, he ain't effective yet. He ain't hit young boy. He ain't hit nobody. All the seven people he didn't try to touch is still alive, which is why he got seven attempted damn murders. You know, I'm just speaking from how they looking at it, y'all. Seven attempt murders. So he fighting that case, Lit Yoshi. And Fredo Bang just got caught up in the aftermath of all that shit because uh, they didn't know who had tried to move on young boy, y'all. But Lit Yoshi went to jail and he in the jailhouse talking to somebody on the jail phone and he said something about, boy, young boy, lucky I missed his ass in Miami. And this here is recorded, y'all. Y'all know the phones you use in jail. They're recorded. They picked it up. That's how they got on him. And when they came to lock Lit Yoshi up, he was staying with Fredo Bang in Fredo's hotel. And when they came to get him, naturally, this is a rapper's house. They had guns and shit there, y'all. They had guns. And Fredo was on parole. So they snatched him, violated his parole. They can't charge him with a gun. They said they had a stolen car. A lot of these new cars, these chargers, y'all, and trackhawks and all that shit, anything Dodge made, most of them are stolen. They're very easy to be stolen. And you might get one off the lot or from somebody for cheap, and you don't know. You ain't checked the van and all that. You think it is. It's a legit car. No, it ain't. It's stolen. Anytime the police do their little investigation, they know where to look at on them cars and tell you if it's stolen. They don't look at the van number in the window, y'all. They look at the one on the frame, the one on the motor. That's the one that the hot thieves don't know about. That's the one they can't change. That's how they be getting busted. Y'all know the little boy spot him, got him, beatbox, woo You know, he just had got shot up, right? Do y'all know after he got shot up and they did the investigation, the car that he was riding it, come to find out, it was a stolen car. And they found it after a shooting. See, whenever it's a shooting, they do more and more investigations. So they checked that car and they did a deeper investigation and a more thorough investigation on the car to find out if it was stolen. So that's the same thing they did at Fredo Bang's house. Come to find out, the car was stolen, y'all. <laughs> Go figure. But the guns belonged to Fredo Bang's bodyguard. So although they got Fredo sitting down for a few minutes, they gonna have to let him go, y'all, because the guns were legally obtained by his bodyguard, and the car was not his car, it was somebody else's car. He didn't know it was stolen. So technically, he hadn't did nothing wrong. He was at his house. He was at his house. So 
he'll be out in a little bit. Hey, if they let NBA Young Boy out, I know they're going to have to let Fredo Bang out. Because NBA Young Boy shit is 10 times worse than uh, Fredo shit. NBA talk all that gangsta and tough shit. That boy had, goddamn it, 27 real guns in one video in Baton Rouge uh, recording some shit. It wasn't because he just tough like that or they needed to be strapped. Them motherfuckers scared. They know goddamn it lit. Yoshi live and turn that corner any minute. Him and Fredo, they live and turn that corner because they got that real money. They dropping real bags on motherfuckers. And they live and turn that corner and he don't want to get caught. Plus, young boy know he did a lot of dirt. He might not have did it himself, but he have paid for a lot of dirt and sponsored dirt himself, allegedly. Allegedly, y'all. That's the word on the street. We don't want to say it like that because we, the boy just getting out of trouble. We ain't trying to put him back in no more trouble. You feel me? It's your boy G. Shrimp. Everybody, fake baby daddy, what's of the street? I'm out. Hey, 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 what's up, boys? It's your boy, G-Shrump, everybody, Faith, baby, daddy, the horse of the street, man. And today, we in Dallas with it, man. I just want to welcome all you guys, man, that's over there at Spotify Podcast, listening to my voice, and the guys over there at Anchor FM, listening to my voice. I appreciate you, man. It's your boy, G-Shrump, everybody, Faith, baby, daddy, the horse of the street, man. And like I said, today, we in Dallas with it, y'all. We gonna be talking about my boy Yellow Busy, y'all. Now let me just say this, man. Uh, a lot of times when uh rappers get into it, y'all, you know, me as uh, a YouTuber and supposed to be a media person, we don't want to choose sides, right? But a lot of times we got to because of the person you like and who you like, and then sometimes they might do something and move a little funny, and you start siding with the other person. I liked the Yellow Beezy when he first came out, man. I even liked the Yellow Beezy before he, you know, I even took all the way off, you know. I was around when he had that song, uh, Trapping Designer, y'all. I had got in tune with him, you know. So when he blew up, I was happy for him. Then Mo3 came along. I watched Mo3, and he was just starting out and with that song, Watch Your Tongue, Cut You Might Not Like. And then he took off. Then they got into it, y'all. And, you know, I'm like, no, I put out my little message. Y'all need to squash that. I didn't want them to get into it. But they did, they did, and it got bigger until it led to where it's at now, y'all. Mo3 had stepped on quite a few people before he met his demise. So, you know, that's like calm on the street. You don't want it to happen, but shit happened how it happened, y'all. But anyway, we talking about Yellow Busy. And uh, I know he was seemed like he was happy when Mo3 had his little incident. You know, he tried to lay low and stay out of headlines, but he couldn't. The feds been on him so much, y'all, but they ain't been able to make nothing stick because they got them legal gun laws down there where they can ride around with legal firearms. You know, they uh, arrested him on gun charges 
and they had to let him go because all his guns was legally registered. They arrested him with some lean. They had to let him go because it was hand sanitizer. Well, this one might be the one that do the trick here, y'all. He just got arrested again. He was arrested for sexual assault, uh, illegal firearm, and endangerment of a child. Child endangerment. Now, this is how it happened, y'all. You would think a person with money like this wouldn't be out here taking no pussy. <clears throat> Wrong. They think, these rappers be thinking, they just supposed to get it. Any woman supposed to give it to them. And okay, fellas, sometimes just because a woman invited you to her house at 2 in the morning doesn't necessarily mean she wanted to fuck. Okay, yeah, those are booty call hours, but it's still up to the woman to say yes or let's do it. If you want to learn a little trick from me how you avoid all that, you make a woman take off her own clothes. And if she take her own clothes off, it's consent. But if you got to take her clothes off, man, it's a chance that uh she wouldn't really want to do it. So what happened? Yellow Beezy missed this uh Instagram model, y'all. And she invited him over. He goes over her house or whether they was at a hotel. It's really vague about that. I don't know where they was at. But they meet, right? And Yellow gets over there and they drinking a little bit. She said, the man ain't there 15 minutes. He jumped up and, you know, like, fuck this, this, and pushed her back. And she's like, okay, wait, wait a minute. I'm not ready. She probably was going to give it to him, but he was too aggressive. She said he pushed her down, was kissing on her neck and stuff. And, you know, women be, stop, no, no, stop. She go get hot, but he ain't even letting her get hot. He rushing because he rock hard, you know. And uh, she like, no. He kept kissing her and pushed her back, put all his weight on her. Now he on top of her. And she like, no, no. And he slips her dress up. And, oh, you know, she said he done slipped her dress up. And bam, he went in. She like, oh, wait a minute. Wait, I'm saying no. I'm trying to be cute. But I'm saying no, you feel me? So he nails her, do whatever they do, and then he bounce. She wakes up. I won't say wake up because she wasn't asleep. She gets up, and she confused. She like, no, this nigga didn't just take it, you know? God damn. She goes straight to the hospital, y'all. They do a rape kit, swab her vagina, and check her out. Bam. True enough, it's his DNA in there, right? Now, this happened seven months ago, y'all. They just arrested him because it take a little time, y'all. They had to do the DNA and check it and put the paperwork procedures and all that. They did all that, and it took a little while. So how he catch the child endangerment and all this, he gets pulled over, y'all, in his car because they come to get him for the war he got. When they pulled him over, he got his kids in the car. And he got guns, damn everywhere. Yellow busy packs because he know niggas want to knock him off for the Mo 3 demonstration. So Yellow's not playing. Yellow got a bulletproof truck, y'all. He ride around with, man, more than one firearm because he done been hit before. And he don't want to get caught lacking like that again. 
He like, one gun wasn't enough when they hit me on the highway and the car swerved. It slid over there under the seat somewhere. So he like, look, I might not can get to one gun, but I get, bet you I'm going to get to one of four of these motherfuckers. If I got four guns in the car, I'm going to get one of them before you finish doing your little thing, whatever you're trying to do. Or he could just lay back and ride it out since his truck bulletproof. But hey, that's what it is. So they went to pick Yellow Busy up. And he had all these guns in the car, y'all. So they charged him with child endangerment. Endangerment of a child. They charged him with illegal firearms. And then they charged him with the sexual assault. Because they hasn't upgraded it to a rape yet. You know, because it's his side against her side. He can say, no, she gave it to me or whatever. So this going to be battled out in court. But I know how it's going to end, y'all. It's going to end with money. But the reason some people saying this might hurt his career because, man, it might end with him having to be a registered sex offender, y'all. You know, and that, that can be a career killer right there because uh, that's going to kill a lot of your endorsements right there. Pepsi and anybody that was uh trying to do commercials or anything with you, they ain't going to want to do it no more. You know, you might not be invited to the next BET Awards, you know. He barely made it to the last one, you know. The man had got shot up. He was at the hospital watching his last BET Awards. He had just got hit. The nurses didn't even know who he was. They like, he like, that's me. They like... How's that you and you in the hospital? But a lot of people don't know they are pre-recorded and that, you know, they filmed the BET Awards a month in advance before it come on TV. So it have already been to happen, you know. You might mess around and somebody be dead on there, y'all. He was alive last month and this month he on the BET Awards and his funeral didn't happen. And you'll be watching it like, hell no. I know that ain't dude. I know he did. I was in the car with him when he died. Uh-huh. Shit happens, you know. But, you know, you would think these rappers have enough money. They shouldn't be out here taking pussy. Yeah, they do it. Because they think they privilege y'all. And they think every woman's supposed to give it to them. And it's just not like that. Sometimes women say, no, this is what they mean. No means no, man. Don't, don't, don't listen to some of these goofies out here. Tell you no don't mean no. No means no. You know, you know, I'm pretty sure she said no because she didn't say no. She was using the words like, I'm not ready, y'all. That's what she said. I'm not ready. Meaning I'm going to get ready. Let my, let my drink kick in. Let my pill kick in. Damn, you've been here 15 minutes and you ready to fuck? We're not going to do no talking, no smooching. I mean, she didn't even get her little cuteness on. <laughs> Yellow, you so crazy. You so crazy, Yellow. You so, oh, what the, that's a dick, Yellow, really? You put the dick out on me already? Oh, my God, Yellow. No, Yellow, oh. And Yellow went up in her like that. Funny-looking, big-eared motherfucker, you sap sucker. Yeah, under the Fred Flintstone, goddamn it, not Fred Flintstone, y'all. The Fred Stafford act. That motherfucker got me so mad. I was just looking at one of his pictures. I said, "Little big-eared ass motherfucker." That's what I said under the Fred. Goddamn it, Stafford act. You sap sucker, you. That's what you get. 
God damn it, y'all done did my boy Mo3 like that. God damn it, I don't even smoke cigarettes, y'all. I got to hit me a goddamn square. God damn it, the pen is out, y'all. That's because I don't smoke. My goddamn baby mama left this motherfucker over here. No wonder that she left it. Bitch, ain't no more smoke in it. I'm on your ass, too, when I see you, god damn it. Anyway, it's your boy G Shrimp, everybody, Faith, Baby Dad, the voice of the street, man. I'm out of here, man. And I'm just cut this one off. And I always save a little extra for my people over here at Anchor and Spotify. I really appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to the little program. You dig the podcast. You know, I'm trying to get it pumped up. All you guys that you watch the podcast, you might watch it on YouTube, but you listen to it on Spotify, Anchor. I want you to like, subscribe, and share, and send this podcast to somebody else, man. You feel me? It's your boy G Shrimp, everybody, Faith, Baby Daddy. I'm out.